EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. And finally, we're in a brand new month. It's Friday the 3rd of February, so let's see what's been happening in this very busy industry this week. Kickstarting with this, Tesla has opened up its electric car chargers to other EV brands in Australia for the first time, but there is a catch. The price to charge a non-Tesla vehicle at a Tesla station will set you back a whopping 79 cents per kilowatt hour. For comparison, it costs between 58 to 70 cents per kilowatt to charge the Tesla cars in the same supercharger. And also, if non-Tesla owners purchase a charging membership, which costs $10 per month, the fee will drop to 66 cents per kilowatt. Now, owners of other vehicles will also need to ensure that they have a CCS fast charging socket. Another issue is that Tesla stations use short cables suited to the charging port that's located on the rear left of Tesla's. If an electric vehicle made by another manufacturer has its port on the right, it'll have to park in a different bay and use the charging cable in the bay next to it. But still, I suppose it's good that Tesla have opened their charges. Announced this week, the Volvo design is to be led by the exec from EV startup Arrival. Jeremy Offer will succeed Robin Page, who will remain with the automaker as a senior advisor. Offer has more than 30 years experience as a designer, but this is his first top-level post at a global automaker, according to his LinkedIn profile, that is. The 55-year-old executive, who will start on May the 1st, comes to Volvo from EV startup Arrival, where he served as senior vice president and chief design officer. His responsibilities at the struggling delivery van and bus maker include vehicle program, components and user experience. He lists building a world-class multidisciplinary design team as one of his top achievements at Arrival. Again, according to his LinkedIn page, we wish Offer all the luck in the world and we absolutely love to see that he's stepped up. Now, this was a bit of a shocker. When it comes to electric vehicle readiness, Bedford is the best performing town in the UK. Now that's according to a study by motorway.co.uk which looked at the UK cities and towns leading the charge towards an EV future. Impressively, they were only beaten by two cities which were London and Nottingham which isn't bad going really and what's more Bedford ripped the likes of Manchester, Newcastle and even nearby Milton Keynes. Bedford Borough Council has developed an extensive net zero strategy making installation charge points a key focus. Their innovations include a policy requiring developers to install EV infrastructure in new homes, businesses and community facilities. It's clearly working. Speaking of the UK, new car sales hit a 30-year low, but electric vehicle demand is soaring. Despite a recovery in the second half of 2022, a continuing parts shortage has hit production lines again. Meanwhile, demand for electric vehicles continues to grow, and they accounted for almost a fifth of new car sales last year. But charging infrastructure is not being built quickly enough to cope with growing demand. This is a warning from the Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders. Now, driving an electric vehicle currently involves a lot of baggage. Celia Rootledge, who is Global Director of Energy and Facilities for SeaTac, has explained how e-roaming can and is 
revolutionising this process. Now, a typical EV driver will have a wad of payment cards, a bunch of RFID tags, and probably many apps, each of which enable access to one of the EV charging brands. Now, if you are less lucky, you either won't be able to use the charger because you don't have the tag from the provider, or you'll have to download your umpteenth app, register, set a password, verify your email address, and then submit payment details. It's all a little bit of a drag. Now, e-roaming is one answer. In essence, it means an alliance of e-mobility service providers agreeing that their customers can access each other's charges by using a sole customer account. Now, charging anxiety was the number one concern in CTEC's latest YouGov survey of 15,000 people in the UK and four other European countries. The next step will be for the EV itself to be the identifier that gets the current flowing. Now, it's called plug and charge. You drive up to the charger, plug in, the EV talks to the charger, charging is automatically initiated and the bill is allocated to the account connected to the EV and its owner. Now, the ability for such communication already exists with the ISO 15118 standard, and then there will be no apps and no RFIDs, which will be a very different kind of net zero. As the charger-to-car ratio is falling short, a service station with electric vehicle charging bays could be coming to the East Riding villages west of Hull. Plans lodged with East Riding's council stated electric vehicle points at the petrol station off Rippingham Road roundabout near West Ella could provide energy for 80-mile trips in 50 minutes. The Brookfield Group's plans claim the site would be state-of-the-art and high quality, giving more choice to locals and serving the wider road network. The plan stated that the services would include 12 electric vehicle charging bays along with 55 parking spaces, including four for the disabled and an extra 12 for cyclists. It would also include a petrol filling station with eight pumps and a retail kiosk and a drive-through coffee shop. The service station would also feature a car wash, two jet wash bays and three filling pumps for lorries and other HGVs if councillors give it the go-ahead. The proposed site lies to the northwest of West Ella and Kirk Ella and north of Swanland, immediately off the A164. The plan stated the service would serve traffic travelling between Beverley and the Humber Bridge. An existing footway would also allow walkers to reach it from West Ella and Kirkella. In other news this week, City Sprint, the UK's largest same-day distribution company, has announced the expansion of their electric vehicle fleet with the acquisition of 40 new electric vans from vehicle manufacturer Maxus. The new electric vans, which have an impressive range of up to 213 miles on a full battery, will add to City Sprint's expanding green fleet to offer customers a range of sustainable delivery options. 5. Predictions for the EV industry in 2023 Now, number one is more EVs, more chargers and happier customers. I love that. Sounds so simple. Number two, more private investment from legacy car manufacturers. 
Number three, wait times for new EVs will come down. We do hope so. Number four, charging and battery technology will improve. I think that goes without saying. And number five, fleets will go electric. Well, as I've just announced, City Sprint have, and hopefully other companies will follow suit. An interesting one this week, Toyota calls on science to tell EV-only extremists that they are wrong. The Japanese car maker got its share of criticism lately, and now it is in fact fighting back. Toyota isn't anti-EV, but it believes in a diversified approach, and it's predicting a global shortage of lithium, which is the most important material used in today's lithium-ion batteries found in pure EVs, hybrids, and plug-in hybrids. They're suggesting that if the small amount of lithium was spread among smaller 1.1 kilowatt batteries, it would be possible to make 90 hybrid cars, which would still leave 10 traditional combustion cars, but the average emissions of the theoretical fleet would drop to a much lower 205 km. Now, it's a counterintuitive idea that a big fleet of hybrids would make a bigger positive impact on emissions than a smaller fleet of EVs. And Toyota says this nuance is lost in the talks about adopting EVs on a global scale. They've also criticised rival car companies and their ambitions, calling them happy talk and saying that their forward-looking statements usually have a caveat that states, if conditions permit. And surely their way is a more realistic move forward to net zero. So what do you think about Toyota's claims? Now, a car manufacturer who definitely is going in a different direction is, in fact, Nissan. They have committed to launching an electric car with a solid-state battery, believing itself to be in a class-leading position regarding the technology. The Japanese firm, which was first to launch a mass-market electric car, the Nissan Leaf, in 2010, plans to have a pilot solid-state battery production plant up and running by 2025, to have completed engineering on the initial technology by 2026 and then to ramp up towards mass production in 2028 with the first application in a car. It's another idea and it's one that we can't wait to see move into fruition and ending on a high. ABB eMobility or AB eMobility as you may call it have celebrated a major milestone recently with the delivery of its one millionth electric vehicle charger. Yep, one millionth. And marking major strides in the company's stated mission to enable an emission-free future. E-Mobility has a long history of developing innovations to create an emission-free mobility future. CEO Frank Moulon in an announcement said, our continual investment in research and development shows our commitment to enhancing the field of e-mobility, but it is the global delivery of these solutions at scale that is integral to realising our goals. So that's all from me. You are now in the EV Know. I'll be back with you next Friday. From everybody here at EV Comply, we hope you have a fantastic weekend. And do visit our website, ev-comply.com, and explore how we can help your business improve efficiency, reduce administration, and ensure compliancy. 